It's Dosa Scrutiny Podcast. I am your co-host, Corey Stocks, and this is my co-host, Robert Main. Your language is profane. I actually was talking to my mom the other day who listens to the podcast. <laughs> you curse too much. So maybe you're, yeah, right, maybe on, maybe we you're do. right on that. Well, maybe we do need to... I don't give a know, fuck. Pull back. <laughs> And there, and so, so my my nickname stands. Yeah, this is not supposed to have much of a filter. It's an adult. If I fucking hate a movie, then I'm gonna fucking hate a movie. But you know, sometimes I really fucking love a movie. Yeah. Today's unofficial sponsor is the letter or the word fuck. (laughs) Fornication under consent of king. That is where that came from. Thank you, Mr. Stocks. (laughs) Anyway, um. Today we are going to be doing a what is it, Robert? Oh yeah, thanks. Sorry, one. <laughs> a mini And it is a retro review, a retroactive review, um, on a subject that is near and dear to my heart, uh, the faculty. It was a 1998 horror slasher film much in the vein of you know the scream movies or i know what you did last summer all those 90s movies um this one is interesting and i thought i'd do something else pretty fun as we're kind of reviewing it um i was watching it from the lens of a teacher and then looking at some of the things like is that real is this accurate in terms of like a teacher's lens here okay um and i actually found some interesting you know facts and interesting things that i saw in the movie even with liz because liz watched it with me and was this the first time you've seen it or you've seen it before no i saw it way back in the day um when when i was a kid uh you could tell my parents had total filter over what i watched but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i watched it way back like when these movies all came out i've never seen it this is the first time i've seen it and it's it's always been in my like radar especially in high school and because it's it's you know definitely like a high school movie for Um, sure and i just never got around to I think I've seen after watching it, there was a couple of scenes where I, I feel like I've seen it like passing on cable, like the, uh, the end when, uh, Elijah Wood. And by the way, spoilers, this will be a spoiler yeah. packed episode. It's an old yeah, movie. Cause if you haven't seen it, you don't need to see it. <laughs> if you're, unless you're under the age of 18, then you don't need to see this. Yeah. That's my feeling. Um, yeah. What, what made you guys want to watch it? So just boredom? <laughs> I, I heard the song schools out like, you know, that schools yeah. out forever. you know, that one. And I was yes, like, I wait, that was in the trailer of the faculty. Wait, the faculty. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Let's watch that. So down this rabbit hole, I kind of looked up some information, you know, Robert Rodriguez, uh, worked on this with Sin City from Dust Till Dawn. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that till after, like, uh, after I watched it, I didn't really pay attention to the the credits at all because yeah. I was sitting here looking at the IMDb and I was like, oh, who directed this? I was like, Robert Rodriguez. What the fuck? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm really surprised I haven't seen it because like, I'm kind of a fan of that guy. Yeah, and and from Dust Till Dawn's awesome. Didn't Tarantino did Tarantino produce or direct it? The 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 rumor is that. Quentin Tarantino directed the first part of the movie. And then once they get into the bar, Robert Rodriguez took over the helm. Got it. And it was 
kind of Tarantino helping Rodriguez really kind of establish himself and make a pretty well crafted. So like, okay, now like that movie compared to this movie, I would watch that movie over and over, not over and over again, but I would definitely watch that movie over again. I will not watch the faculty ever again. (laughs) I know. I think, sorry. I think I'm in the same boat with you, but um, unless I have have kids and, and my kids like 14, 15 and they're getting, or maybe even younger, and I'm getting them into like the PG 13 movies and maybe into the R then I would probably show them this one. Cause it's like a soft R. Yeah, it really is. It's a, it, it pushes the line. They could have put a way more nudity into it, way more cursing into it, like made it way more gory than it was. And it I was surprised. Yeah. So the budget, um, I always like to get kind of a view of how it did, but the budget was 15 million and box office worldwide was 63.2 million. Um, this was an age where like the summer slasher, like teen horror movies were like super where, big where too. Did you look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. What was the worldwide most gross through Google? Um, 63.2 million. Interesting on IMDB. It says 40 million. Uh, probably in the U S right. I know it says U S gross. US, oh, it is the same thing, but it says, um, worldwide gross. It's the same number. They just said, okay, you're probably right. Sorry interesting but stupid imdb yeah but regardless um it it made a lot of money and i think it was because there was this fascination with horror and slashers at that time like they were making a comeback from like the 80s like in the 90s you had like scream and i know what you did last summer and urban legend it was this was a christmas movie yeah it came out during christmas but it remind i guess i was not clear on that it reminded me of summer slasher movies oh for Um, sure yeah 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 but anyway jumping right into it the soundtrack was okay but there wasn't a lot of it um you were mentioning the the, uh schools out that's alice cooper and they also did um the offspring aren't all right that was that uh, was a good choice yeah, right off the bat, the credit. I was like, oh, okay. This, this movie starting off with the offspring. We're off to an interesting start. Yeah, but they throughout the movie they um, they played like mo- modern songs of that time in there, but also a lot of like the Alice Cooper song you were talking about. It was like a cover. A lot of the like old songs they were playing yeah. there were like updated songs. What was the original. one that? What was the one during the football game? They were playing a song that was a cover. Marilyn Manson also, I think, did a cover of this song, but it wasn't Marilyn Manson's version. I don't remember what it was. But this is how memorable this movie was to me. Um, I, that was one of the. I mean, I didn't really score this movie very high, but I, w- I would give a credit for the music every once in a while yeah. when a song came on. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, all right. Yeah, for sure. That was the highest. I found that like the scene selection with their with the music choice was was the the best part of the movie and like the soundtrack was decent. <laughs> oh, I got some, I got, okay, I got the soundtrack. So, okay. So they got the offspring right off the bat and then, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So then school's out. What song are you talking about by Alice Cooper, but it was performed by soul asylum. And then huh. they got a Cheryl Crow song in there. And then, yeah, like- uh, it's like crazy. Another, there was, it seems like another cover. I don't know what there the was band something is. off. There was a Pink Floyd song that was covered, I think, as well. 
if I'm not mistaken. Uh, another, uh, well, another eight, another Alice Cooper song, I'm 18, performed by Creed. <laughs> oh, I did hear Creed. I heard, I definitely heard some grit in there, some of that. Uh, then we got Garbage, Garbage Song, and then... Mm. Uh, oh, there was a David Bowie song, performed by Sean Mullins. An Oasis wow. song, and that's that's all IMD is telling me. So, but yeah, it's so a lot of a lot of like throwback stuff. But the cinematography, I didn't think was great. Um, the, Other special- than the, C- the CGI was kind of, like I was trying to put my eyes like perspective from back then and it yeah. wasn't terrible some of the stuff was like oh that's pretty good for that time like john stewart and then they <laughs> used like practical effects too like some yeah. of the last the last monster like ha- i seemed like half of it was cgi and half of it was like a real monster and i for sure that yeah and john stewart's like a whole like <laughs> fish tank scene where he's like reaching I can, in i can never i can never take that guy seriously when he's acting just like why is john mm-hmm. stewart friends with these people why is he teaching and that's john stewart he does a daily show yeah and any it's it's in every movie that kind of harkens back to like the 80s vibe like even stranger things does it like the kids become friends with like the science teacher the cool yeah. science teacher that tells them like well i feel like even in this video like when they finally like we're at um well, let's get let's get the josh hartnett um, oh god the acting man i you know i saw before um i put the movie on i saw like a picture i was like oh josh hartnett's in this i think yeah. he's a babe i got a crush on josh hartnett His hair, he, though. he gets out of the car i'm like what <laughs> the fuck what kind of haircut is that yeah it's like it's like he a, made a beautiful cut. man look like uh, oh my god yeah it's like that's, a bowl cut that's like like but got like the the but, like hot he, topic, yeah, spiky in the back. Got out like, of freaking oh bed. Like and he's supposed <laughs> to be like the cool guy. It's like no, bro, you are yeah. not cool. And then like the jock, he wasn't even like a jock. They could have got someone so much like bigger. Like he seemed like the most scrawny looking. Yeah. And then Usher makes an appearance, which is fun. And he, he, I like how they like put him as one of the main people, but he's in it for like two or three scenes. Yeah. Not but even this like, was like girl. this was like right in the cusp of him like blowing up, I think. Yeah. They but wanted to kind of include him thing, in there. And then early thing for Elijah Wood. Oh, but what I was, what I was getting at was, um, uh, when they finally, like all the kids are at Josh Hartnett's house and like are coming to the terms that they're like, they're all together um, on the aliens being there, whatever. Yeah. And then, but then they're still like assholes to each other. It was yeah. like, but then like come to find out in that scene, there are two aliens sitting in that room. The blonde yeah. girl is a, a alien the whole time. And then the Hispanic girl is one. I remember, so. I remember Liz, we were on the couch and watching it. And Liz was like, Oh, this is the part where like, you know, that the, she opens the pen and like acts like she's sniffing the speed or whatever. And I'm like, that's a spoiler. And I haven't seen, you know what I mean? But yeah. it was like, well, you could tell something went oh, and then, on. Okay. But then they, then they cut, then, then they, uh, they show her like, they cut back to that scene of her. Then they show her like her nostrils closing up and her. Yeah. Finger. No one would have seen her finger turn into a fucking like shrimp out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. All eyes did. were on her for a second. While, like no one was looking away and you couldn't have noticed like everyone was looking at her nostrils. Yeah. yeah and, 
it, I like I like that shrimp comparison. They do look like <laughs> shrimp, big time. Well, they're they're amphibious <laughs> creatures, but the acting chemistry was just so off. Something so stiff oh, about the way they talk to each other. Terrible. Like even the the teacher, like the lit teacher, the way she was talking to um, Josh Hartnett, like, and then he uh, he's like, "You want some of this." X lax stuff like chocolate X lax, or how about some condoms? <laughs> I'm like, no condoms. kids are gonna do that. Well, like, well, because well, he's probably like, <laughs> never they never said his age, but he was definitely repeating senior year, so he's yeah, 18. So, and then, the, and then I like at the end where everything's like okay, it's kind of skipping ahead, but like he's now on the football team and like the teacher's all nerdy again, but still like flirting with her. Like, yeah, what you know what's going weird? on there? You know what's really weird? How the fuck did she get back to normal? She got her head like severed and like, no, no, no. Remember, he sees it um, crawl crawling back. Around. Crawl, it crawls back and attaches <laughs> it back. It does. But, like after all that, a human being. Come on, I don't know. You have to ask Robert or Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking, man? Oh uh, boy. Yeah. So the acting was bland and Bad. blah. And look, it was gross. Yeah, the writing um was shoddy. Like a lot of. Just- I did like the like um not like, but I appreciated the self-awareness when Elijah Wood is, is in the library with the like gothic girl and the referencing, like, it's just like this movie in this movie. And it was just like calling out like, yeah, we know we're doing that movie. Yeah. Reference to it. Like no big deal. And we're also going to use these movies to like solve the mystery. So yeah. Body snatchers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Harkening back. It actually reminds me a Robert Rodriguez thing for sure. Have you seen, uh, Idle Hands. Have you seen that movie? That's more like a comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even, I felt like some like parallels between those two. Yeah. I remember back in the day. It, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you if I've seen it or not, but I, I remember it. Yeah. And I can't really remember anything quotable from this movie. So no. I just, I, it was well, low. I remember, I'm, I'm trying to look, remember back on like the big moments when like Elijah Wood, stabs the monster. I'm trying to remember what he said and it wasn't very good. It was like, he he said like, I guess something And like, it was just, I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Not a lot of good. Yeah. I didn't give high scores on that either. Frodo, the dude who gave like the best speeches. He probably went on on to do that next. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go. Let's see. Um, what what else about the score? What else did you give it? Oh man. The quality was just low. The direction was low. Originality was low. I said, because literally scene by scene, I felt like I was watching another one of the slasher movies, like the very introduction when it's zooming in on the school, I'm like, this is scream. This is totally (laughs) the, the intro to scream. And it just felt like it was a recycled idea with a different like antagonist in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I, 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 I don't know. That bugged me. He did like three other movies. Elijah Wood did like three other movies after the fal- faculty and then went to do. The There's some Rings. weird movies he's in. Speaking of which. Yeah, he's um, a weird dude, but I've never one, I've always heard like good stories about him. Like, him yeah, dude. One that you got to watch, not going too far off topic, is like Come to Daddy. You got to watch that. It's weird as hell. It's Elijah Wood. Yeah, later on. Um, But yeah, no emotional impact. I didn't feel for any of the characters, um, except for like Elijah Wood, just because he... 
he always looks like a puppy dog in distress. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And, you, always and, wanna... you, and even from like the beginning when he's, Oh, I wanted to, to mention the, um, the, the coach, Oh, oh, yeah. uh, Robert Patrick, he was my favorite. He was so he just was totally into it. When he's yelling at Elijah Wood at like the very beginning, yeah. Off, I was like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna win. Like he's gonna be the one that like saves the day for sure. Yeah, and, and for sure he is the one. So he's like the nerd, then the zero to hero idea. Like yeah. he, you know, was, that was kind of obvious for me. Yeah, um, but, I get I gave it a three point five for advertising because I remember it being like a thing, and I've always heard yeah. it around so it wasn't but not enough for me to watch it so i gave it's kind of in the middle of the room <laughs> yeah my my overall score was a 66 percent well you gave it better than i, I gave it a 50 oh man yeah i, I, I thought i, I would like be this, lower i didn't like this movie it, it wasn't I was halfway very good. through thinking what the why, why is Corey making me watch this but then i was like a 13 13 year old boy or girl would probably like this movie like yeah for sure it'd be a good intro it's not it's a good intro for to get kids into like movies because there is some skill in this there is like it's very formula formulaic but that's a good thing like that there's a reason why it's paced the way it is because he's seen Robert has seen hitchcock and he's seen all these other ones and he's just going off what they've done so yeah, so for in the sure. Long run, like what they were going for, it, it kind of is like it's a teen. Even though it's an R rating, it's interesting that it's kind of aimed toward the high school. Yeah, crowd. Like the comedy is very, very juvenile. Oh yeah, like for sure. High school. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to before we you know sign off here, I did want to um go over some of the things I saw in the movie, like and discuss whether or not that actually happens with teachers. Yeah. With teachers. Yeah. 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 So I kind of called it like the accuracy of the depiction of teachers in this film. (laughs) Okay. Um, so they actually got a lot correct. And then very few things that I find like besides like the sexual stuff and all that, like I, I found a lot of accuracy, like the coach, he's very, very angry. That's super accurate because coaches don't necessarily have to be teachers. So they can like swear and yell all they want. Almost these days they wouldn't get away with it. But at that time that would have been pretty accurate. I think football coaches can. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think baseball coaches can too. If you're like, you're, if you're in varsity, yeah, it would suck if your coach didn't curse at you. Like I would, would, I'm sorry. Like it's part of it. You want, it's part about like, forming these young men and women is just like for sure yelling at them because they're, they're probably not getting that at home. There's probably yeah. a reason why the coach is yelling at them because they're not you know doing it. So another the, the sports, uh, another thing is like in a small town like this, like she mentions at the beginning, one of the teachers says like the sports get all the money, but the school doesn't. So like their budget for school supplies is nothing. And like the drama department is like struggling. Um, but this usually does happen in small towns where like, the town values their sports a lot. They'll put a pump a lot more money into that than the actual school. Um, cause they make a lot of money off. Yeah, right? that's yeah. for sure. Uh, teachers leaving late at night. That's definitely true. <laughs> they like leave at like eight o'clock they're walking out of the building. Uh, teachers forgetting their keys. Remember? And she's like, I didn't bring my keys when she's a, you know, the alien. That's definitely true. 
uh, saving sick days. We don't ever use our sick days. We're always there, <laughs> even when we're like dying. I was, like, I was oh, we forgot to mention a little like it's almost a cameo from Salma Hayek. She yeah, was, like, two scenes, and that was it. I think that She's was a like babe. A, I think that was a uh, uh, what do you call it? A uh, not a reference. Um, God damn it. Robert Rodriguez was called a favor. Was calling it a favor because yeah, you just wor- worked with her on uh, To Dust Till Dawn. So yeah, she's awesome. Teachers do with tenure do get lazy a lot. Like the the history teacher who was like drinking alcohol out of his little mug and reading okay. the book I, to them. God, you brought that, brought that up because I was going to ask you because that was the, like my favorite part that he was drinking and smoking. I was like, oh, that's definitely not allowed anymore. <laughs> okay, have you without naming any names? Have you seen a teacher drink? No. Okay. Have you suspect? Uh, have you suspected a teacher of being drunk? No. Okay. Do you know any teachers that smoke or have to go off like campus or have a cigarette? Yes. Yeah, I bet that one. I I was like Multiple. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but the the thing about it is like at a school that cares, like our school like loves our their job, so it's like you don't have that. I'm sure at somewhere where you have a ton of people. Yeah. They probably, you get more of that stuff like, but, but they do get lazy. I've, I've seen lazy teacher before, um, a couple oh, yeah. of them. I mean, I had necessarily, I had them, you know, for myself. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, the faculty lounge, here's another one. The faculty lounge is not just a lounge, but it has like the copy machine, paper cutters, all this crap. And the lounge ends up being like a work area too. That was okay. very accurate. And then teacher, Teachers carry tons of pills, like headache pills, cold <laughs> medicine, everything. It's like a pharmacy at school. Um, and that was accurate with Selma Hayek's character. She had like a bag full of shit. Well, no, like, she was the nurse though. Yeah. But I mean, like even then we still carry it all. Um, now false was that the lit teacher had no command of the classroom Yet the kids were like sitting there quietly. That right. would like never happen. I was totally like, thinking the same thing. Like she was so soft spoken. That would never happen. The kids would eat her alive. Um, and then the teacher, another unrealistic thing is that if, if you have like a teacher like that, the teacher doesn't just stand at the front of the room and like point at the board or like read a book. Um, writes one word, a name yeah. on the board and says, all right, let's talk about this. I'm like what? Yeah. F- anybody who watched this and is a teacher would know that that's not effective in realistic teaching. You have to like kind of let them do the learning, you know? Um, I think that was a bad casting. Cause even, yeah. she, uh, what's her name? Um, Cause even when she was like, the nerdy quiet teacher. She was yeah. still super hot. Yeah. They, it needed was, to, they needed to cast that better. Like it was funny. A little bit uglier. She like, took off dollar. the glasses and I'm like, even with miss, the glasses, you were this girl. like, oh, she was um, this like supermodel. She was, um, uh, not Phoenix. She, she was a model, I believe on, uh, X-Men. She's the, um, yeah. Um, Jean gray. gray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has a weird name. Famke Jansen. Cause I believe Liz was saying she was from Amsterdam. Uh, yeah. Amsterdam. Oh, no, Amsterdam. Is that Sweden or something? It's, it's the Netherlands, but it doesn't say Amsterdam. Weird. So the interesting thing is she came here after that and got into the acting gig, you know, mm-hmm. um, James but, Bond, Goldeneye. Yeah. 
so those are those are it my was phoenix it is phoenix that's her name when she like gets all freaked out on next men i knew that oh yeah yeah okay sorry that's my uh true and false little trivia from the movie i, I like that I watched it from the from the teacher's perspective but yeah d- you don't need the watch faculty i would agree um i, I feel like listen. this podcast is it should be a service of like yeah that's why the screen scale we use it and for sure to show you guys what's like what you definitely need to see maybe something you need to see and then we'll talk about maybe why we like it and then we convince you to watch it and then just the stuff that like you don't need to just don't skip over this one go watch another movie we've mentioned or something yeah (laughs) for sure anyway it's fun though i mean but if you have kids and you want to intro them into like horror this might be a good same like, way, yeah 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 it's it's in that sense it is a good movie but when you're in your 30s and have never seen it you're gonna get super bored so don't watch it <laughs> fun all right well that's a little nice little mini yeah go go on our uh, instagram follow us um subscribe on either apple Podcasts or spotify um, also tell a friend, like we always say, um, you know, the more, more people that know the, uh, bigger our little audience gets. So we would appreciate that. And then make sure you give us rating on iTunes. Anything else? Um, check out my page, Ram Art and Media. I got a couple things on there. I got a new EP. And if you haven't yet, I have a really cool skate video on my page. It's on my link called Sacred Gems. It's a good one. Thank you. And um, that is it. Be safe out there. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Because um, we're still in quarantine. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we're still in quarantine, obviously, because we're Zooming. Oh, and unofficial yep. sponsors. Do we have any unofficial sponsors today? Zoom. Um, Zoom is a good one. Um, uh, well, I'm, drink- I'm drinking some nice Maker's Mark. Nice. I wouldn't mind having a Maker's Mark sponsorship. And I'm using these <laughs> really cool steel ice cubes. So it, doesn't cool. water, it doesn't water down the uh, whiskey. Nice. That's it. Yep. So it's been so so scrutiny mini sode. I'm Corey. I'm Robert. Have a good one. See Yes, I like it.